I'm John. I'm Kevin. This is Brandon, and you're listening to The Sports Project. All right, welcome to The Sports Project. Uh, We're going to start off with a little trade action coming out of uh, Baltimore. Uh, Calais Campbell, and um, who else was it that that ended up going over there to to Baltimore? Pulling up the email right now. Marcus Peters. Oh, yeah, yeah, Marcus Peters. Okay, now, and then what did they get for it? Let's see. Uh, they're two uh, 2025th round picks. Which is huge. I mean, we're talking two pro bowlers for a couple fifth round picks. I was to say, that's, I, I, when I saw that pop up, I was like, golly, that's a lot. I mean, that's that's a little for, for Calais Campbell and Marcus Peters. I mean, I get that. I mean, Calais Campbell, what, how, he's – Got ten years in the league now, something like that. I mean, he's or no, who am I think? Maybe not Clay's Campbell, but I know, uh, I know uh, what's his name's been around for a while. Oh yeah, Marcus I mean, Peters been around for a while. Yeah, so I mean, you're getting age with him, but I mean, you're still like, I mean, that's a, that's a, like you said, pro. That's two Pro Bowlers you got with virtually nobody picks. I mean, sometimes you get a fifth and seventh rounder that pan out, but I mean, not often. Yeah, it's very, very rare that those, those two fifth-round picks are going to actually produce even one pro, pro bowler, let alone two. Yeah. Um, along with that, um, came in at about 8 o'clock, uh, Devin McCourty re-signed with the Patriots to a two-year $23 million deal. He is ESPN's number three, was number, <laughs> number three's free agent safety. Um, so a, a big re-sign for them. Um, yeah, so that's gonna, that's moment. gonna be a uh, it's gonna be interesting living in Boston. I'm gonna hear about that all day tomorrow. So it's gonna be fun <laughs> to hear about that. Well, also listen to everyone complain about whether Brady's gonna stay or not. So uh, you know, starting off so far in their favor, we'll see. Yeah, well, maybe and... some people down there in Boston. Uh, I know Brady's been rumored to go to Nashville the whole time, and. Uh, some news coming out of Nashville. So I, I, I think uh, Nashville's got their quarterback locked up for the next couple of years. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know it, it's it's funny about Brady. Everyone, at least in the the Boston area, is saying he's going to stay, but the man wants some money for the first time in like what five five eight years that he's actually going to he's trying to get paid. So yeah, I think it's, well, I think the door is wide open for that. Yeah, it was yeah. it was real funny. Um, uh, Talib was on. Uh, I want to say it was the first take the other day, and uh, you know has a couple conversations. He just said, plain and simple, Bill Belichick's going to tell you, you want to make money or do you want to win a football game? So if he's yeah. got dollar signs on his mind, it's not going to happen in New England. <laughs> Writing yep. on the wall, as Brady wants to get paid in his last couple of years, um, and it's not going to happen in New England. So uh, yeah, not we'll, at all. We'll out for that. And uh, see what happens. I think he's going to be, of course, you know, the big price tag and free agency, uh, which is crazy because we're talking a 40 plus old quarterback, uh, you know, wanting to go get. Yeah, I mean, you know, Brady's not young. So it's, I mean, we'll see how much people want to pay for him, regardless of, you know, how many titles he's won. But he's getting older. We'll see. So, yeah, those that didn't hear Ryan Tannehill, they, uh, Tennessee Titans, they got him for a $118 million four-year deal, $62 million guaranteed, uh, which I did not think was bad at all for uh, Mr. Tannehill after, after getting out of Miami this year. Um, headed up to Nashville, 
um, getting there with April and making a run, um, you know, barely getting put out by the Chiefs in the uh, in the AFC game. So good for him, make your money, man. Uh, but at least we know Brady's not going to national. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, you know, that's kind of that kind of money after being in Miami. It's gonna be it's gonna be good for him. Hopefully he can actually go and help out the Titans a little bit. What What do you guys think about the Tannehill deal? I mean, do you guys think it was a good deal? I mean, so I, I was looking at some of his stats, and I was also looking at what they gave up to go get him last May. They gave up a fourth round and a seventh round to Miami, which, I mean, when you look at what he was able to do when he got there, that's a pretty good pick um, because – so he averaged 9.6 yards a pinch, which, I mean, that's that's almost a first down every throw, so that's pretty good. 70.3% pass completion, pass completion, 22 touchdowns. He When he when he started, he was 7-3 and three after he started. Plus, he won them two playoff games against the Patriots and the Ravens, not just any old teams. Um, and he was a, a, he was a, a pro bowler that year because of what he did. I mean, I mean, it's looking like a good trade from Miami, and then to, to now sign. I mean, it's a pretty big deal. We'll, we'll see if he pans out, but I mean, from from how he started, it's looking pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is the Titans wanted to go out there, lock up their quarterback. Um, you know, they got a good young team. They got a young coach in Vabral. He knows how to win. He's been with you know the Patriots his entire life. Um, you know, he's got those Bill Belichick-isms that we even saw when, when they went back to Foxborough, you know, and played the little punting time game with them. And, um, you know, I, I think it's a good move for their franchise. Um, you know, again, you, you sit there and you look at the money and you say, oh, well, that's a lot of money. But, you know, quite frankly, that's probably on the lower tier of what quarterbacks are going for. So, again, a veteran quarterback that can go in, can study the team down, um, and, and as we all know, the NFL's a what have you done for me lately type league, um, which allows, you know, he, he did just make this great playoff. So, um, no, I, I think all in all, everybody's happy with it. And uh, like I said, best of luck for the man. Yeah, he won 2019 Comeback Player of the Year, too. I think that was well-deserved. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't um, realize that. So, um all right, moving on to um, the gigantic elephant in the room and the main topic, the fact don't, that we don't, won't don't, have don't. sports for a while. <laughs> um, the coronavirus. What, um, what is going on, man? We are losing sports. I mean, we have, I feel like we've lost all of it at this point. We have absolutely lost everything from the pro- professional ranks uh, down to the collegiate ranks, even down to the youth, uh, youth part down the street. Um, everything is shut down right now. Um, everybody is, is out over the virus right now and, and what could potentially, uh, you know, be the end result of all this. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of up in the air right now. I, uh, unfortunately, I hate to say it. I, I think things are going to get worse before they get better. Uh, we're going to have to make it run. Um, and we'll sit here and we'll keep finding what we did tonight. Uh, keep along. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's been a huge. Um, I don't even know. It's it's gonna it's gonna truly save my marriage. It's kind of cool, actually. <laughs> uh, so so I mean, I'm really blessed for that moment. But uh, not for everything from like the 
the Arnold Sports Festival to pro wrestling to NASCAR. Even like the sports people don't think about every day. Like SmackDown last Friday was wrestling in front of no fans and in front of an empty arena. Yeah. Um, it's it's just something things like that people don't expect are just are even wild. And like Kevin was saying, youth sports is canceled. There's they're done with everything. Yeah, so I mean it's let's about empty arenas. I don't know if you guys saw last night UFC Brazil still held on last night. Um, and, and, you know, like Brandon said, in front of a completely empty arena. Um, it's not hard to imagine. It's not hard to picture it. Just close your eyes and picture absolutely nothing. Absolutely nobody. There were the judges. There were the commentators. There were actual commentators. They still charge pay-per-view prices for an mm-hmm. arena completely empty. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it truly was a sight to see. Uh, it, it's just amazing to hold these different types of events without fans. Uh, I first heard about March Madness trying to play the tournament without a fan. I, mean, I pretty much threw up my hands. I mean, what the just going to hear a bunch of shoes squeaking the whole time? Well, it's that, and then, you know, when, when a game gets tight, you're you're in the fourth quarter with with a minute to go. There's no, thin, there's no, that, there's no home court advantage anymore. There's no fans that are going to help you go get those couple extra points in order to win the game, kind of get that drive going. So it just kind of takes that entire, the whole dynamic out of the entire sport. I know there were a few few NBA teams that I I believe when they were still in consideration of, are we going to cancel the season or are we going to play the game? There were a couple NBA teams that actually discussed like playing music over, over the speakers, like as they played just to give the effect of some kind of something, you know? And I, I mean, they never got to play obviously, but I mean, I, I don't blame him. I mean, that would have been terrible watching an NBA game and just watching people just play and no fans. I mean, that, that's part of the excitement to watching a, you know, a long-range three, you know, switch through the net. I mean, that's it's beautiful when you see all the fans stand up, watch the ball, and then it goes in and everybody freaks out. I mean, it's awesome. Well, maybe we'll have a Space Jam type thing, you know. Got LeBron James out there, you know, slam dunking. I believe I can fly. <laughs> maybe this is an entire actual just uh, real-life trailer for Space Jam 2 with LeBron. I mean, maybe <laughs> well, we'll I mean, all the wrong way, guys. we got to think of the positive things, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, this is all a simulation anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Yeah, but um, all right. So I I was originally I was going to start off touching on March Madness first uh, because I feel like March Madness is the most affected. But I on the NHL and it seems like they're going to be pretty affected by this as well. I mean, all sports are going to be affected, but these two in particular, I I think, are going to be the most affected. And I'll start with March Madness. So first off, you're talking about the main. The March Madness. I mean, you're talking about the main subject of, I mean, not just college basketball, but sports enthusiasts all around. I mean, everybody loves March Madness, even if you don't watch college basketball during the regular season. Um, so, I mean, for one, you're going to lose a ton of revenue in the cities like Indy and L.A., Houston, New York, Atlanta, all those economies that, you know, normally get boosted from this. Um, they're going to lose all that money. Um but then you think about, like, when are they going to play March Madness, you know, uh, because these kids, you know, unlike, you know, the NBA and, and NFL, MLB, all that, this is their job. And granted, that affects their money and all that. I get that. But this affects now they, they have to go to school at some point. You know, they have to they actually there's a 
I forget what it is, but they actually have a limit where they have to have a certain amount of time off, I believe, before they can even do activities again with the school um, as far as like athletically. Um, but uh, I mean, just think about like, you know, what, when are they going to do March Madness? Are they going to do it during the school year? Are they going to have to try to do it during the summer if, if it's even available? I mean, this, I, I mean, how, when do you think they'll play? When do you guys think they'll play? And, and how, how do you think it's going to affect school if it will? I mean, honestly, the uh, cancellation of March Madness is, is honestly just because Chapel Hill didn't make it into the tournament. So uh, <laughs> next year, next year when Chapel Hill makes it into the tournament, I'm sure they'll play, pick it up and play again. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think college basketball, unfortunately, is is done for the year. Uh, I think we'll pick it up next season. Um, I, I I think we've seen the end of college basketball. Um, March Madness was a great tournament that 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 was at the end. Um, I, I don't know what else they can do at this point. By the time all of this clears up, by the time we secure venues um, and, and, and reset up these events, uh, I think it's way past uh, even past the postponement period. Um, I, I think college basketball. Yeah, you don't think March Madness is happening at all? Like, you think they're no. just going to not crown a champion or, or what? I think the yeah, entire it's just going to be uh, yeah. Yeah, the entire season's done. Yeah, I don't, I don't see them coming out and and having a, a June, a June Madness tournament essentially. Yeah, I, I mean, I even the NBA is not even starting back up till mid June. Like, NBA just said, hey, like the earliest we'll come back, like if the world was to end it tomorrow, is is mid June. Yeah, I mean, like John was saying, all the revenue that's lost. Um, you know, I, I've been, been kind of on the betting sites in Vegas and in Vegas is actually projecting they're going to lose about $10 billion in bets being made just on March Madness, mm-hmm. the sports world that's going on. And again, we're talking again, a 30, 60, 90 day period. And they're making huge $10 billion projections. Uh, I know with the final four in the city of Atlanta specifically, they're talking revenue loss of 6.2 billion. So, I mean, this is going to hit all over the place. And like John said, all the other host tournament, uh, you know, across the country. Um, the one thing I didn't ask you guys about this, though, the uh, NCAA announced that they will allow an extra year of eligibility for seniors in spring sport. Now, Gold move. Gold star move. They did yeah. They did not allow college basketball to be included in that. So we're what? talking baseball, tennis, golf, lacrosse, um, all of the sports that actually start in the spring. So they're, they're actually oh, right. disclassifying the basketball as a winter sport or a fall sport. Um, right. It does not clarify for, for that eligibility. So what, what are your thoughts on that, guys? I mean, if if your sport's affected, you know, if you're a senior who's who's playing tennis and you can't compete in the, you know, whatever tennis open classic of the of your senior year is, you should see the same eligibility, you know, kind of leniency that the, you know, NCAA players get. Like, you know, just because your sport isn't making a ton of revenue doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to play ball. Well, I, I mean, I mean, I agree with that, but. I didn't. I I wasn't even thinking about the fact that it did say only spring sports. It did not include um, uh, basketball, which I mean, I kind of understand to an extent because 
I mean, it was near the end of the season. I mean, they had played a full season at that point. Um, but, I mean, that does suck. I mean, I, I, I don't know, again, what they're even going to plan on doing as far as if they don't do a March Madness, who's going to be the champion? Are we just going to go without a champion for this year? Um, so, I mean, if that happens, I, I, even still, I think the seniors that are going to leave and never – I mean, some of those seniors may – that may have been their first year to start on that team, and now they're not going to get that March Madness experience that they never truly got as a player, may have got as a bench player, but not as a actual starter playing in the game, making an actual influence. And, uh, yeah, and that was also like – that was like a side thought I had too, right? These these players come back next year and, you know – like if they don't, they don't play next year. They don't get that that moment, the the thing they've worked for for what like ten, twelve years of their entire life. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, because I mean, imagine if you're on a team like I, I mean, I'm pretty sure Duke doesn't have any seniors that are just starting this year. But I mean, if you're on a team like Duke or Villanova or Gonzaga, you know that that typically make a run at the championship. Um, or even Baylor, man, like they haven't played. Yeah. Like this is a year they were good. Like they normally aren't good. Like this yeah. is a senior's moment. Exactly. Like, hey, like we've worked hard for four years. Like we finally get our moment and now it's gone. Yeah. Just taken away by something that they can't even control. They, they can do nothing about. Yeah. So um, I, a way to fix it though, go ahead and release that NCAA on PlayStation. Just run the tournament that way. <laughs> Recall I'm it. saying bring that back anyways just for the yeah. fun of it. It was so much fun. I mean, you guys see where the um, – I know the Phoenix Suns, but they are going to continue to play their season uh, on the scheduled dates on whatever team they're supposed to be facing, but they're going to be doing it on uh, NBA 2K. Yo, I'm all about that. I am yeah. all about that. So yeah. the other day it was supposed to be uh, the Phoenix Suns and uh, Dallas Mavericks. So, you know, good old Mark Cuban had to get on there, and, and he started talking to <laughs> trash. And, I mean, um, you, you know, I, I think with what we're dealing with right now in the world of sports, I, I think that's awesome. I'm all for it. You know what? I'll, I'll get on a Twitch stream or whatever. The, uh, you know, Mark Cuban. And, like, I'd be, I'd be all about that. Just kind of watch, like, a different dynamic. Watch Mark Cuban play ball and, and just kind of, like, you know, just, just tune in in a different, different platform, essentially. Yeah, watch sports differently than you're used to. Um, I, I mean, I think it's a great thing. I think um, it's giving people that, you know, like us that are, you know, massive sports fans um, that, you know, want to watch something, um, you know, listen to something, you know, something to do with sports. And I mean, hey, I mean, you know, if you get to watch James Harden and Kyrie Irving play a game of NBA 2K together and see who wins, and that's what's, you know, that's your sport for the day. I mean, hey, it is what it is, you know. I mean, you get it, get it how you can, you know. But uh, so outside of March Madness, though, um, somebody else or another league I was reading up on that um, I think is really, um, I, I mean, not going to have any not troubles necessarily, but um, it's interesting um, because the NHL still has, let me look again, still has 189 games remaining in their regular season um, scheduled to end April 4th with the playoffs starting the week of April 6th. So like, just like, you know, a few weeks away, not even a few, just a couple weeks away, um, they're about to, they're trying um, 
to start the playoffs. Um, and then, uh, so NHL obviously has canceled all their games. Um, so is the Canadian Hockey League. So, I mean, there's nobody competing in hockey right now. Um, and we, again, may have a situation where we don't crown a champion for a year. Is this the? Is this the? I mean, I think we should we should fact check. Is this the first year that a Stanley Cup champion may not have been crowned? Oh, that's a good question. I think, I think it's I think it's very arguable that the Stanley Cup is probably one of the most prestigious, if not the most prestigious, like multi-nation trophies in the world. And if this this might be the first year they've never crowned a champion. Um, let's see. Um. I mean, I remember growing up, like, you know, watching sports and just remembering, like, these dudes drink from the Stanley Cup and etching their name on it, like, with their, all their, uh-huh. you know, like, forefathers in the sport did. And, and now you might have the first year that it's, it's not being crowned. So, I want to say there was a lockout, wasn't there? Yeah, you know what? That sounds familiar. And I want to say it was the early 90s. I mean, again, I'm not a huge hockey fan, but uh, it I, I was... want to say there was a lockout in the early 90s or something. So it's funny. There was, there was. You're right. There was a lockout, but it was in 2005, um, and that was one of the years that they did not crown a Stanley Cup champion. And the See, other I was only year, a decade off. The, the other yeah. year was 1919, due to guess what? The Spanish flu. <laughs> so right, here we so. are again, possibly not crowning another champion because of a deadly disease. <laughs> And it's kind of weird that it happened in 1919 and it's happening in 2020. Well, I mean, history repeats itself. Y'all either get on board or get ran over at this point, I guess. Yeah, I'm. uh, That's wild. I didn't even realize that. Um, did you guys hear about the MLB? Um, I, you know, we we all know the the season's been postponed right now, and and even a lot of teams, uh, right now they you know self quarantined themselves. Just preparing and getting the season coming up. Uh, but the more interesting thing that I thought about that was the MLB is talking about possibly um, halting all transaction during this delay. Um, so again, no free agent acquisitions. You can't sign any new players. Um, there's actually no that can be during this, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. And, and also thought while we're in this delay. Are they going to get this time back, um, or is it just going to be lost time? And, and, and how all is that going to work? What, what, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I think it's it's one of those where either you, you kind of love or hate the idea. I'm all for it. You know, if, if sports aren't being played, nothing's happening. Then, you know, don't give extra time to the to the managers, to the coaches, to the teams to to make these decisions. Actually, you know. Halt the entire season. Actually, you know, take a halt if you're taking a halt. Like, don't make a player worry about being traded while he's worrying about whether he's going to catch, like, this COVID-19 yeah, I was gonna say, coronavirus thing. Like, don't well, focus on being healthy and being alive. Is, you, know, you know, say they make a trade. Well, now now you've got a guarantee someone's got to travel. You know, that's somebody that, that has to travel plus a family if they have kids yeah. and, and a wife and so on. So, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, I think it was – a. I, I'm not sure, but have they actually stopped doing it, or, or is it just talked about they might do it? 
uh, right now, from what I've heard, is it was just they were mulling over the possibilities. You know, I, I think everybody's trying to figure out what to do in this hard time. I mean, it's such a fluid situation. Um, it, it, and I mean, honestly, what do we really know about the coronavirus? I mean, how, how do we know how this affects everything? You know, 30, 60, 90 days yeah. and beyond. Um, so now it's just in the talk. But, you know, I, I just really think it's interesting that even stopping all player transactions, all that kind of stuff, uh, was a yeah. little interesting. Well, they will probably, well, I mean, I don't know if this will make them do it, but um, I'm sure they'll react the way the NBA did um, because at about 12 uh, earlier today, MLB Yankees minor leaguer becomes first. Uh, first MLB-affiliated player to test positive. That was today at around 12. I didn't get his name. but uh, So now there's somebody in the MLB now that's tested positive for coronavirus. Um, so I, I wouldn't doubt that they stop. They, they halt all that. They, they I, I mean, we'll see if they sus- you know suspend any parts of the season. I know they've stopped, of course, their spring training and all. But uh, I, I would not doubt that they stop the trading and all that. And, and if they do it, it begs the question of who's next, you know, because it seems like everybody's kind of following in the footsteps of their, you know, other other brother, sister companies, um, you know, by canceling games and so on. So uh, if they cancel trading, which I mean, with players getting sick now, the NFL might be next and then and then NBA and MLS and so on and so forth. So uh, with that with that Yankees minor leaguer, I, I do think it's important to kind of put out there. He is the first known player, um, but he didn't spend any time on the majors no, outside yeah, yeah. of the Yankees during spring training. So, yeah. so that that's like good, good to know. You know that might might kind of help us see a, a you know a little bit of a decrease in whether you know some of yeah. the players in the Yankees well, are getting it or not. But uh, I do think I do think you know other pro sports are gonna yep. kind of follow the footsteps of what of what they're doing. You know, just stopping player transactions, just kind of putting a halt in life in general right now. All right, so um, let's uh, let's keep going on this um, on this uh, podcast. Let's do the uh, NFL CBA. Um, big news out of the NFL. That was um, that was huge. Um, just a couple of the main points. I know that, of course, they added in the extra game. It's going to be huge, obviously. Um, what they were, what I was reading about, was just about the whole. You know, is it going to be a conference game? Is it going to be an out-of-conference game uh, or a division game? Or is it going to be an out-of-division game? Um, and if it is a division game, how are you going to rotate, you know, home and away, um, you know, so on and so forth to that. So that part was very interesting, obviously. And then um, now this part, I, I don't know if, if you guys read this part about it. Um, there, So – Obviously, it's not going to start in the 2020 season, but they are this season going to bring in a wild card, an extra wild card team to each conference this year. So I've not seen anything on that. Yeah, that's part. That's going to be part of the 2020 season. Is there's going to be an extra wild card team as well? So, um, but what, I mean, what 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 are you guys what what have you guys heard about the CBA? What do you guys got on it? Uh, I I don't see how it could be a conference game at all. Like that just. You know, you're gonna add that entire whole night dam- dynamic in for like a whole conference game, and you don't. And again, it's too much to figure out. Like, is this team gonna have a away game this year? They're gonna have the home game. How's that gonna affect it? And then, like, you have a whole other game. Like, I mean, everyone says it, but it's a whole other game to where someone can get injured, something can happen. Where I don't know, man. Even just like you know, Cam Newton, right? If it's Carolina, like 
you know, what happened last year. One game changed the entire forecast of the season from being where they could have been contenders to to where they're out in a preseason game. Yep. Oh, uh, so on the preseason, um, I did read this. It says um, – let me find it real quick. Um, oh, so it says that you the, each team will get a bye week after the preseason, after the third and final game of the preseason. See, so I'm okay with that. I, I don't mind that then. Like, yeah. adding an extra game on the end of the season, taking away a preseason game with a bye, you know, sign me up. I'm all about that. Yes. Well, if you're just if you're just throwing an extra game and keeping the preseason games how they are, then it's like, you know, you know that's just a little too taxing on the players. Yeah. Well, and they – I mean, there's – the fans have been saying for years, and I think the NFL's getting there to that point, but it, it's time to do away with the preseason. I, I, nobody cares. Nobody pays attention. There's not even, I, I think there are some fantasy leagues out there that you can play the preseason, but I, I, there's no use to it. I, I just don't understand why it's still around. Yeah, like why, why it's, yeah, there's, there's no real point at this stage of the game for it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we all got to remember that this new CBA does not even go into effect until 2021. So, you know, they still have to finish out this CBA. So there's going to be a lot of conversations of how they're going to bring in the 17th game, how they're going to implement it, where the buy be. I mean, there's just more discussions. I think that's going to happen and news is going to come out. Um, so, but I, I ultimately, you guys are right. They're going to shorten down the preseason. Um, you know, four games is too much. I, I think one or two, I think, and then people are ready to go. Um, yeah. and it's mainly for the special teamers who are trying to make the paycheck at the end. Yeah. Uh, you know, all your big time guys, they, they know what they got to do. Uh, professionals, they're going to show up and they're going to be ready to rock. Yeah. Well, so I, I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I'll, there's a lot of, uh, I won't say animosity towards the but there is a lot of question marks still for a lot of players. Um, but I did notice, um, because I was, I was reading this article that, that said this little fact in it, I did notice that a lot of the people that did not like it were your big-name players. Um, I read this. It says, so the, the part that nobody really cares about is the part where the revenue is going to increase basically – in allowing these middle class players, you know the the guys that are sitting on the bench, to make a little bit more money, um, and I read that sixty five percent of players in the NFL made minimum salary last year. The minimum requirement for salary, that sixty five percent. So more than half of the NFL was only making minimum salary. So, which which how much is minimum salary? Um. That I, I actually didn't even check it's, on that. Uh, but I, I believe... $550,000 this year. Yeah. Um, so, so, so that was the big thing is, is it this, this new CBA barely passed. You know, there was, there was 1,019 votes for it and, and 959 against it. So, I mean, this was way tighter than even the last CBA uh, where there were so many things that, that came out. Um, but the biggest thing is that this catered to your bottom tier players. And I don't mean that derogatory. Anybody in the NFL is an incredible athlete, incredible, you know, has incredible abilities. But 
uh, you know, the bottom tier players are going to get an immediate increase. It's going to increase 20% to $650,000. So right there, um, you know, we got to remember the average lifetime of an NFL player is three years. So, you know, a lot of these guys are going to make, what, $1.5 million for three years of beating your body to complete shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, they, they, they got to have something. Um, and I think that's why this passed. And, and, and the people that you see that are out crying about it um, are your higher tier players. Um, it, it's going to be your guy making millions on top of millions. Um, but, but I think that's why it did pass because there's so many non-stars in the league. Yeah, well, and I mean, I, I I like the the seventeen game season, and here's why. I know you were saying that you know it seems like a little taxing on the players and so on. So I read up on it and was because I was curious about it too. I was like, you know, with all the health concerns in the NFL, especially with head um, head trauma, um, but I mean, even in general health concerns. I mean, knees, ankles, the body in general. Um, I thought, wow, that's crazy that they were able to get another game in the season. But I found out they're taking um, – there's so the current limit for padded practices is 28. They're, con- they're going to take away 12 of those, and they're only going to – once the 17-game season kicks off, it'll be 16 padded practices. Um, no practices longer than two and a half hours. Uh, players can't be at the facility for longer than 12 hours by week after the third and final preseason game, and then no padded practices after 17-game season begins. And, oh, I already said that. And then, um, oh, the active roster is going from 46 to 48 players as well, and the one extra is going to be an offensive lineman. The well, One of the extra has to be an offensive lineman, which I thought was right. a good idea considering how often offensive linemen do actually go down. Yeah, respect to the big men out there. I'm saying, hey, the big hobgollies in the trenches, that's what gets it done now. <laughs> um, oh, uh, so um, touching on the uh, the playoff aspect, um, I guess the more fan exciting part of it, um, the only one team from each conference is going to get a bye week. So, you know, normally you get two teams from each conference, get a bye week. Now it's going to be one with a bye week. Um and then the rest, of course, will play in the divisional round, um, which I think I think that's going to be good. I think that'll um, and it'll give really a a more reward to you know the top team in each conference um, rather than the two top teams. I don't. I, I mean, you know, why 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 did both of them get it? You know, only one team wins the Super Bowl, one team wins the NFC AFC title, so. Um, Oh, that was a pretty cool little um, little addition in, into it. Um, I didn't see anything else that really stood out to me in that. What do you, I mean? What do you What do you guys think about the about the? Well, team? one thing that uh, did stand out to me, um, like you said, they were expanding the roster, um, and then in that same little article. I don't know if you read the same one I read, but uh, the very next thing uh, was their drug testing policy. Oh, yeah, that one. They're actually going to eliminate all suspensions for failed marijuana drug testing. Um, they are still going to test for it. They are still going to publish the findings, which I thought was a little awkward. Yeah, uh, that's weird. It will no longer carry a game suspension um, or, or anything like that. So, uh, you know, if, uh, if the guys want to relax a little bit, 
they uh, they're now allowed to under the new CBA. So I know uh, yeah, I'm all about it. Next you know? 2021. That's what's best for business. <laughs> best for business. <laughs> so, all right. So speaking on the um, testing for marijuana. Uh, now I, I saw an article, I, I think it was a, just a saying, you know, what, I think it was asking the same question I'm about to ask. What about Josh Gordon? I mean, he's still a stellar athlete. I mean, he was when he came back and before he left again on the same tragic path. Um, but what, I mean, what are they, are they going to reinstate him? I mean, cause he did violate the rules when they were, when it was still a rule, you know what I mean? No, I don't think so. It's uh, you know, it's not retroactive, man. My man, my man jacked up when, when it was active. If you didn't follow the rules, I, I get it, dude. I'm all about having the freedom to smoke some weed, dude. Like you do, you. Yeah. But my man didn't follow the rules when the rules were in place. So, you still catch those hands, like because you broke the, the rules then. Yep. Yeah, I want to think that that's a lost cause. I mean, we can't sit here and you know go retroactively fix everything. Um. No, I, you know, like like Brandon said, you, you know, the rules are what they are. You broke them at that time. Um, you know, we're we're not going back. We're not we're not doing any of that. Yeah. Well, um, so just to finish up on CBA. The league does have the option of um, implementing the 17 game season starting on the 2021 season, but um, it runs through 2023. So. For everybody out there, it may not be the 2021 season. We see the 17-game season, three-game preseason. But in the next couple of years, it will happen. Um, it's guaranteed to happen at this point. Um, so, Any coronavirus doesn't take us all out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. Well, and, you know, on the coronavirus, I saw an article today, and it said it said something that I thought was um, – I thought was perfect for it. He said, all this is just fluid and is it's at the act. It's, it's at the mercy of how much time is removed from the 2020 season. And it was from an MLB post, but um, I mean, it applies to all of them. I mean, how, how it affects the sport all depends on, on how much time are we going to see away from all these sports? How, how much time are, are we going to have with no games played or no training? Yeah, I agree. Well, can I just say one thing as far as no games being played? Uh, Mexico gives zero shit, guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've seen that. Um, hold on one second. I want to pronounce these teams right. Lequanque uh, and La Enne. And we got one nil right now, as I believe how they say it. But, uh, yeah, man, Mexico's <laughs> not giving any shits right now. Um, they're still playing. Coronavirus be damned. Yeah. Um, we're, we're balling out, um, looking at just some of the highlights in the videos they got online. Uh, the stadium is packed. So, uh, if that's not a hot spot. I don't know what it is. So I think we're going to stay. Yeah. Well, and you know, not just Mexico, I mean, MMA and, um, wrestling. I know, I think AEW is still operating. I know WrestleMania is still on as of right now. Yeah. So, so AEW is still fully operating, uh, like they just had a crowd in Denver a couple weeks ago, which is Colorado's pretty big hotspot for coronavirus. And I haven't seen any real um, updates on AEW saying anything about kind of shutting down. WrestleMania is still on. And I mean, Vince McMahon's not going to cancel WrestleMania for coronavirus. <laughs> you know? The only way that's going to cancel is if the mayor of Tampa tries to cancel it. And then you know, Stone Cold just come out and just send it with a stunner. So 
I think we're I think we're good for for Mania to happen right now. I mean, it's April. I think it's April eighth. No, it's April April fifth, maybe. Um, but I, I don't see. I don't know. They, they might cancel it, but I I don't I don't see Vince McMahon making that call. Well, if they do cancel it, I'm telling you right now. Who was it? Kurt Angle that showed up with that big old truck full of. <laughs> yep, yep. He's just gonna show up. No, I mean, I hope they don't. I hope we can at least keep some sporting events. I mean, because I'm not a, I, I'm not huge into wrestling. I used to be when I was younger. Um, I've gotten back into it with all elite, but um, I, I mean, I would not mind if WrestleMania, you know, still played. And I mean, at least you know I, you could go somewhere and watch WrestleMania for the night, even if you're not a wrestling fan. I mean, at least it's something, you know. So I mean, it's still athletes giving their all out there. So. That's all you can. Have. Yeah, let me let me check right now. Actually, what AEW saying? Because um, I I haven't heard a single thing. I don't even think the I don't think Tony Khan or the Young Bucks or anyone has even even mentioned a ton about it. Just kind of just seeing what happens. The basic. Yeah, currently right now they still got uh, WrestleMania. It's, it's set for April fifth. Um, there, there's no really new updates. At least you know, just doing a brief uh, Google search on that bad boy. Um, but it, it, as of right now, it's still on, um, and 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 also UFC 249, which is Khabib and Ferguson. Um, I know that's something that's been waiting to happen for a couple of years now, and that's going on later in in April as well. So, um, I mean, I think if WrestleMania happens, uh, the UFC will be just fine. Uh, we just need someone to set the standard right now. I mean, it seems like as soon as as one started canceling the seasons, everything was gone in, in a matter of hours. So uh, once we get back on the on our upswing, um, hopefully WrestleMania will be able to happen and, and, and set the standard for all the sports coming back. Yeah, I, uh, and and you know even if you look at schools, everything like that, most places are just shutting down till till April anyway. So you know WrestleMania might kind of be what helps kickstart it back, like you were saying, kind of like being April fifth. Maybe this kind of coronavirus, you know fear can kind of level out things can kind of balance out we might be able to kind of get that as a quick start back let's hope so but uh i uh just uh you guys got this update too 9 20 p.m sounders announced a member of their support staff tested positive for the coronavirus and is currently in self-isolation yep. so there's one for the mls <laughs> and i mean i you know again you know everybody out there uh it's gonna happen just, just like I said, you know, unfortunately, I believe it's a lot worse than it gets better. Um, but, you know, they clean out there and uh, we all through this. We'll, we'll get through it together. Uh, yep. We can't forget we got the, the 2020 Summer Olympics coming up this year in Japan, which yep. was a huge hot spot. Um, so- they said uh, that's still going on as of right now. Like, literally, no way that's getting canceled, according to the uh, my man from Tokyo. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like literally, the news reports are saying he's he doesn't even plan on canceling it in the slightest right now. Well, I mean that that that's really awesome to hear because you know just thinking about the Olympic athletes, I mean, we can sit here and talk about NBA and NHL and MLB, and yeah, they they do this for the rest of their lives. But you know what what about some of these world class sprinters where this is what they have once every four years? Four years, yeah. And. uh you know, some some virus like this hits it, and and like I said, Japan just being such a hot spot right now. But that that's great news to hear. Uh, that that right now they're not really budging on that. Yeah. 
Well, uh, before we get off, um, I think we've touched about everything we can, <laughs> really, with uh, what we got going on. But uh, before we get off, I do want to touch on old Rick Bettino coming back to college basketball, baby. The head coach Woo! of Iona now. There we go. Drop the knowledge on him. Well, yeah. Hey, I love it. I'm glad he's back. Hey, look, right. if anybody's looking for a used car, he'll be available Saturday from 9 to 4. <laughs> <laughs> Grab them while they're hot. Oh, man. Yeah, All right. Make oil and everything for you. <laughs> All right, boys. It's always good, always fun. Follow us, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Like us on Facebook, please. Follow us. Yeah, we absolutely. Are, uh... Real quick, though. Hey, boys. Did y'all hear about the uh, fifteen and uh, the fourth and fifteen instead of the onside kick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited about Wait, that. It's gonna be so much more. What fun. now? No, yeah, I didn't hear drop that. a little knowledge. So look, we all know the XFL got canceled, which I don't know about you guys. I was absolutely enjoying. I love two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. I, 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 I didn't even really miss the NFL. I mean, let's go. But anyway, <laughs> the whole way that the XFL has it set up with their kickoffs. Um, and, and then their extra points with going for one, two, or three, I mean, I think it's amazing. So Vince McMahon's doing it right in that. But anyway, so the NFL's mulling over, changing the onside kick. Um, and instead of going for an onside kick, you're on your own 20, and it's fourth and 15, and you run a play. Oh, I love it. If you get it, you keep the ball, and if you, you lose it, then you lose the ball right there on your own 20. So, um I thought that was uh, something interesting and, and something that we could all think about. I yeah, and I mean, that. I'm all about it. Uh, the only thing that I would like to see is maybe a fourth and ten. A little, well, no, I think fourth and ten maybe a little bit too. That makes it too easy. Yeah. That makes it too easy. Yeah. There's no risk. Yeah, there's no I risk. Agree. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to get it every yeah, time. Well, right. you got to remember an onside kick. There's less than a one percent chance that you'll it's successful. Yeah. That's true. So yeah, I like over it. the last 15 years of the NFL, it's less than 1% successful. So, again, when, when they started equating that to the fourth down conversions and things like that, again, it's, it's 1%. It turned out to be fourth and 15. So, yeah. you know, I think that's something interesting. And, uh, you know, the sport's going to keep evolving, uh, you know, in, in, into something else. But anyways, guys, I had a great time. I hope you did as well. Oh, yeah, always. Yeah. Always. Yep, yep. And uh, we'll be back, and it'll be fun. It'll be cool. Yep. Look forward to uh, doing many more uh, podcasts. So, like I said, follow yep. us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Of course, we're on Spotify. We're on Anchor. We'll be on multiple platforms soon. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have some fun with it. It's just going to be a fun little ride, and we hope everybody joins us. Uh, I'm John. That's Brandon. That's Kevin. And you just listen to the sports project.